Welcome to another episode of the Wildcat Weekly. Bobby and I are together here filming the second episode for the 2021, 2020-2021 um, athletic season, fall sports. Um, the last time we saw you, we were recapping the football team against St. Ed's um, and the soccer team. Um, I believe the last thing we went over was senior night. Um, the soccer team are still undefeated and playing great. I mean, a lot of guys are standing out. Marco Remak, obviously, um, leading the squad there as a captain. Zambor Anodi also playing a large part in the offense, um, doing a great job. So the Wildcats um, won against the Eagles a while ago. And Zambor had a goal in that game. Um, you know, soccer just moves so fast-paced, it's almost hard to keep up with. But they're undefeated, you know. A lot of highlights, DeVar Anderson recently, past two games, he's been scoring three goals in two games. Um, Francis Pachetti doing a great job assisting the ball out of the defense. Um, Pachetti had three assists against um, Berea Midpark. Um, also in that game, Zambor had a goal. Um, in Cornell had a goal. Um, most recently, they played St. X, and that was yesterday on October 4th. They won that game 2 to nothing. DeVar had a goal. Marco Remak had a goal. So the soccer team is, is still rolling. St. X being the number three team in the state, Wildcats took that victory. I believe that still keeps us at number one in the state um, and definitely you know up there in the country as well. Yeah, it's been a very impressive season from the Wildcats soccer program. Very hopeful that the team will bring home another state championship this year. But you know, the playoffs only start in a couple weeks, and it should be, uh, should be an impressive postseason. Another thing to emphasize, uh, we've mentioned that DeVar Anderson has scored a few goals over this season. He's a defensive man. Yeah. He's, uh, he, he plays defense most of the time. He's usually not a yeah, he's usually a center back. Uh, so it's pretty impressive when he's able to score mm-hmm. as many goals as he has this season. Um, and I remember talking to some players, and they were saying St. X was probably the um, – biggest threat to the yeah. Wildcats this season. Yeah, they were. When it comes to teams in the state of Ohio. And Being uh, able to keep them scoreless. You know, it's one thing if you're winning a game 2 to nothing or uh, winning a game just in general, but to keep them scoreless, a team who's a powerhouse in Ohio like that, and, that's impressive. And still put up six goals. Yeah, two. Two goals. Two for St. X. Oh, yeah, two for St. X, yeah. Met, I was yeah. thinking about It seems games. like six because yeah. we beat every team by six. <laughs> <laughs> two used to six nothing games. Uh... <laughs> But moving on, the football team, uh, since our last episode, has had two games, uh, once against Maslin and once against St. X, both on the road, so making the hour drive down to Maslin uh, last week. Uh, it, it's always a, a tough journey going down to Paul Brown Tiger Stadium. It's just a complete different environment. You think that... Um, it, some teams up here in Cleveland have a good environment for high school football. Wait till you go down there and watch a game. It was yeah. just, it was one of the most elaborate performances I've, or elaborate, uh, yeah, one of the most elaborate games I've ever seen. You know, they are, Maslin is a football school. But yeah, you talk about football schools, I mean, Maslin is just, that's the epitome of high school football right there. But yeah, when you talk about the epitome of high school football, Maslin is it. Um, and you know those players for the Tigers were motivated going into that game. Uh, we haven't. Uh, the Wildcats have not played Maslin since 2009, before this year, and uh, they 
they wanted to get a win against the Wildcats again. They've only beaten the Wildcats once or twice in the entirety of the so-called rivalry. And uh, and I believe the we, star player of that team, that's Jaden Ballard, right? Jaden Ballard, the uh, Ohio, Ohio State, Ohio State yeah. commit for wide receiver. And uh, Wilson Lamp, who's also going to West Virginia as a receiver. I think the Wildcats secondary did a great job of shutting down those two receivers. Um, and the defense really did play a great game. Uh, the goal as a defense, uh, you're gonna, it's going to be 21 points or less. And I'm going to say that going into this week in our first playoff matchup. Uh, the key for the defense going forward every game is going to be limiting the teams to score 21 points or less. And if they do that, they'll be doing their job. Same with the offense. 21 points or more for the offense, and they're doing their job. Um, but, yeah, it, it's tough going down and playing in Maslin. Uh, it's a complete different environment. They light off fireworks after every single score. Uh, pretty impressive for a high school team. And um, with that hometown crowd at Paul Brown Tiger Stadium on homecoming night, it's it, it's a tough environment to win in, and momentum kind of cost the cost the Wildcats the game there. But you know, a few costly penalties at the end of the game in that type of environment with momentum going in their direction, it, it's it's tough to win with that going on. Yeah. But just a couple days ago, the Wildcats also made a tough journey down to Cincinnati. It was to say play, next weekend for the Wildcats. Yeah, it was. They played Xavier, and. Um, Unlike most years, most years when the Wildcats go down to Cincinnati to play Xavier, uh, they will stay the night before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They'll drive down on Friday night and um, spend the night down in Cincinnati and then play maybe a noon, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock game mm-hmm. on Saturday. Uh, this year it was different. The Wildcats decided to just do it down and back this year. So uh, I was on the bus with the team. We left at 10.30 in the morning and... Got down there, played a 5 o'clock game, ended at 8 o'clock, drove back home, didn't get back till like 12.31 in the yeah. morning. So, I mean, that's always a tough journey for the team. But one big note to make for that game is that I thought the offense did a lot better yeah. this game. They, this is a game that had two touchdowns, one receiving, right? Yeah, one receiving. One was a kickoff return. He almost returned almost that kickoff returned to a that. touchdown. They said he stepped out of bounds right at about the 5 but yeah. um, I, I didn't have the best angle from yeah. where I was sitting, but uh, it was Still, a pretty impressive return. That far, we'll count it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was the last game for the Wildcats to really establish their offense. And I, I'll make the note, the Wildcats before that game were struggling as mm-hmm. an offense. Yeah. Against both St. Ed's and Maslin, the Wildcat offense only scored 14 points. Yeah, in crazy high-scoring game there in Cincinnati as well. But, yeah, they were able crazy, to put up yeah. – the offense is able to put up 30 points, and mm-hmm. the defense is able to put up 7 points. Yeah. So it, it's – it was a solid game for the offense all around. It's just, um, you know, making that down and back journey is tough. And I know the defense did struggle with a few injuries, and um, it, it, it's just two tough environments, two tough games to – have back-to-back weeks but going forward the Wildcats will be playing their first postseason matchup this week they are the five seed for the region one of division one and they will be playing Solon this week it'll be considered a home game for the Wildcats and they will not be playing at Byersfield like they do with most home games Byersfield is being occupied by one of the Parma schools 
they will be playing at Baldwin Wallace against Solon. Nice field. Very it's nice a field. very, very nice field. Uh, the Wildcats actually way back in the day used to play their home games at Baldwin mm-hmm. Wallace. So it's a little bit of a throwback to history. Yeah, it is a. The stands there are huge. The they, stands there are huge. It's you know most kind of kind of go from like the thirty to the other thirty, if not like the forty to the other forty. This one goes all a hundred yards. And it is a huge field. The impressive thing about that stadium is it's all dug down yeah. underneath, so it actually feels like you're in a bowl when yeah. you're sitting in the stadium. It's um, it's a fun place to play, and I think it'll be a fun game this Friday. Uh, let's hope the Wildcats can win and keep their season going forward. It's uh, And who do we play the winner of if, um, you know, knock on wood, we beat Solon? So if the Wildcats beat Solon this Friday, then they will be playing the winner of the Euclid versus Illyria game. Okay. And uh, that's actually a back-to-back game for these guys. Mm. Euclid just played Illyria on Friday and beat them, I believe, 42-20, to if I'm not mistaken. There you go. So... Assuming the Wildcats beat Solon, I, I might be safe to assume that they'll probably be playing Euclid, but based on predictions, yeah. Based on predictions, but with that being said, it's the playoffs and anything can happen. All bets are off. You can make all the predictions you want. It, it's the playoffs. Anything can happen. Yep. So moving on more, the Golf Cats are playing in their first round of the sectionals today. Uh, the Golf Cats have had an amazing season so far. Uh, it's Nick Lingano doing a great job as a senior there. Um, and definitely some young guys. Topher Reed. Topher Reed just committed to Ohio State yep. a couple weeks ago. And, um, it, yeah, this is one of the best pro, uh, golf teams that St. Ignatius has had in quite a while. Agreed. I, they're, the last state championship won was in the early 2000s for the Golf Cats. And... Uh, I think we might be seeing some hardware coming home this year. There's a there's a good chance. Uh, this is one of the best golf teams that the Wildcats have had in quite a while. Best of luck to them going forward in the playoffs. Uh, and the cross-country team um, just got second place at the Woodridge Invite. They trailed Woodridge by just 12 points um, at, the Wood, at the Woodridge home turf. Um, top finishers, Matt Kelly um, finished with a time of 17 minutes and 23 seconds. That was fifth place. Um, and Sean Uron um, also finished with 17 seconds and 32 or 17 minutes and 32 seconds. He finished in seventh place. Um, so the Wildcats did well there um, in the cross country um, in the cross country meet. Uh, and this, I believe, this Tuesday tomorrow is their next meet at the George Gross Invitational. Um, and on the 21st, um, the annual St. Joe's Mastic race will also be coming up for the cross-country cats. And uh, one final news from the athletic department as a whole, uh, the virtual Wildcats Roar has been rescheduled for October 16th, so next week. Yes. Um, That's where most of our funds for our athletic program Mm -hmm. come from. And uh, it really allows our programs to keep going with um, the certain buses going down to games like the Xavier yeah. game this past weekend, uh, being able to feed players while they're on the bus. Uh-huh. Um, I know for teams like the hockey team, where it seems like every year they're going down to Columbus to play in the state championship yeah. in back-to-back days, it's, it pays for their hotels. Um, it, it, it 
most of the funding from our athletic pro- uniforms, uh-huh. uh, the list goes on. It's where most of our um, funding for athletics comes from. That's our big fundraiser. Uh, it is set for October 16th. It is virtual. And if you'd like to make a donation to our athletic department to keep things moving smoothly here, um, it, it would be greatly appreciated. Um, I think that just about wraps it up. Also, I believe the SIBN um, will be streaming this Friday. Um, we're going to have the fall sports rally, um, not in Sullivan Gym like normal, but on Wasmer Field. Um, I believe the school as a whole will be attending that, I believe. I do believe so, yes. So I think that will end up being streamed most likely. So always um, tune in for that if you guys are listening from home. Um, and that just about wraps it up for this episode. And we will be back next um, for some playoff updates for the football squad and hopefully the Soccer Cats staying undefeated. Um, that just about wraps it up. And that will wrap up this, this week's episode of the Wildcat Weekly. Stay well and go Cats.